0: Good morning, everyone. It is a Daily Tip for BetQL presented by BetMGM. Great to have you with us live on a Monday morning. We are live across the country from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. in the east. I'm Michael Jenkins live in the nation's capital. She is Chelsea Messenger live in Nashville, Tennessee. Coming up in our final hour, what we saw over the weekend in the NFL as we look at the highs and lows from week 14. And we will listen to Patrick Mahomes again cry like a baby because he didn't like that call yesterday against the bills at 8 20 more football time to look ahead with two games on the docket tonight on monday night football yep it is that time of year and at 8 45 we will make sure we visit with the Donkster before we bring you our best bets of the morning chelsea you're a competitor you're a competitive swimmer a very successful swimmer at nc state now I guess in swimming, there's no judges. There's no officials, really. But as a competitor, like we saw Patrick Mahomes yesterday, lose his mind. Did you ever get upset, lose your mind, go off on someone in the heat of competition because you were fired up about something that happened?
2: Oh, you can definitely break rules. And people get disqualified all the time. I know this has happened at like Olympic trials where somebody has a false start and if mm-hmm. you fall start more than once, you're automatically disqualified. Like imagine training for four years to qualify for the Olympics oh. only to get DQ'd when you start the race and you don't even get to finish the race. So like mm-hmm. these type of things happen, but they're super strict on this. Same goes with two hand touches. In certain strokes, you have to hit the wall with two hands as opposed okay. to one, and they will certainly disqualify for you, disqualify you. In any single level, like it doesn't matter if you're at the lowest levels or swimming in the Olympics. So, ticky-tack rules, they're still rules, and you still have to follow them.
0: I've seen that happen before in, I think, sprinting in the Olympics, where you see a couple false starts, and you're like, oh my God, you just mentioned it. This person has been waiting four years for this moment, and they jumped out of the blocks early, and now they don't even get to compete that's got to be the most crushing. Oh, you know what? This happened to me one time. This was back in high school, but I was not athletic. It was academic. I was competing in a, God, I'm such a nerd. I was competing in a prose competition, right? Where you picked a story or two and you read it, but you read it dramatically, right? You could do different characters. You would read it in a certain way. So my junior year, I finished what, seventh in the state? I don't remember. It was, top 10 I didn't care about that the next year I was on a mission I was like I want to win the state title and I think I can and every single meet that year I'd finished first I had not lost and I because I was competing in so many competitions at regionals because I was such a nerd in that way I had this is before a cell phone so I I set my watch back so I could time myself in one of the competitions another competition and I forgot to set it back. So I got to the regional final to read my pro story, and I was late because I forgot to set my watch back and I got DQ'd and I never got to compete. And as a high schooler, I was crushed. And I know this sounds, I knew I was going to win. I was like, all I got to do is go in there and do my thing. I'm winning this and I'm going to state again and I'm going to win it. And I never got a chance. Now, of course, now it doesn't mean whatever, it's high school. But at the time, not even getting the opportunity to compete in that moment after all that prep and waiting a full year to give it one more shot, I was just destroyed.
2: Well, I think that's warranted because that was the biggest thing to you at the moment. Oh, yeah. You know, not all of us are going to play in an NFL game or play for a Super Bowl or compete in the Olympics. So like for us, that is the biggest stage that we will get. I feel like there are plenty of examples across just about anything where it's just like ticky-tack things will cost you big. And so you've got to remember the basics. But what I don't get is the complete lack of accountability. Because I think in that moment, you could probably tell yourself is like, oh no, I can't believe I didn't set my clock correctly. You didn't point at the judges and say, this is your fault for making these stupid rules. I have no fault in this. This is a terrible bleeping call because that's what Patrick Mahomes did. He didn't take any accountability for his team, for Kadarius Tony being over the line. He just completely pushed the responsibility onto the referees who were simply doing their jobs. Mm-hmm.
0: You're right. So let's talk about this. If you missed it last night or yesterday, there was a wild lateral with about a minute, 20 seconds left at the end of the Bills Chiefs game where Patrick Mahomes throws to his guy, Travis Kelsey, and Kelsey, this was not planned. I thought it was planned at first. It was not planned. Kelsey catches the ball, takes a few steps, looks like he's running towards the end zone, spots Kadarius Toney behind him across the field, and Kelsey turns and fires, I mean, a perfect spiral lateral to Tony, who's wide open and takes it into the end zone for the touchdown. However, it was clear that, By Packer, Mahomes' own admission, and you can look at the replay, Tony was offsides during that game. He did not turn to the referee and point and ask the side judge, is my foot behind the line? Didn't do that. He was offsides. Still, after the game, this is what Mahomes had to say about this call.
1: The flight today was tough. Just, I mean, offensive offsides, it's 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 something that I mean, you as a, as a like I said, elementary school we talk about. And you line up, you point to the ref. You're good. You're not good. If not, they come to you. they we talk. You need to get off the ball more. You need to be on the ball more. You have a discussion. I mean, and that's 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 the ref's job. I mean, they you want to have an open discussion so that you can go out there and put the best product you can on the field. Um, and for him to throw that flag, no explanation, no anything. And I, I saw the picture and he, I mean, he probably is, I mean, barely off, barely offsides, but for him to, to take the game into his hands over a, a call like that, that doesn't affect the play at all, at all, didn't affect anything. Um, I mean, it's just tough, man. And like I said, man, that's a hall of fame tight end making a hall of fame play that won't be shown because we threw a flag on for an offensive offsides. And so it takes away from not only this game and this season, but from, a legendary career that Travis has had. And I mean, that hurts me because I know how, how hard he works for it. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. This is so
0: stupid. This is so stupid. It makes me so angry because I'm such a Patrick Mahomes fan and this is such a bad look for him. What he's saying is, yes, this was the right call, but it was such a cool play. It was such a great play. You can't throw the flag. Yes, you can, and you should. And and just before that, by the way, Patrick Mahomes was headed out of bounds. He got hit inbounds, got nicked, and what do they call? Oh, flag right there. Patrick Mahomes, you get the call. You get the late hit. Late hit because you were headed out of bounds and someone touched you inbounds. This is a guy who gets more calls than anyone in the NFL, and then he admits I want, to throw some, I want to throw the top of this water bottle. God, what are you doing? You are the worst throw ever. Eh, Mr. Burns, ah, terrible. <laughs> you admit it's a bad call. We cannot have a league, any league, where you say, yes, it's the right call, but what a great play. Let's just forget about penalties. Let's just forget about rules. Let's just have an arbitrary system where a referee gets to decide, Yay or nay? Was this, was this play cool enough? Was it explosive enough? Was it a highlight, real worthy play? And if so, should I just go ahead and keep the flag in my pocket? Don't we see this enough already? You want to have that sort of system in place, Patrick Mahomes? Let's say you're playing in the Super Bowl against, I don't know, let's put it out there, the Niners. And the Niners are clearly offsides on defense clearly clearly and they sack you because they're offsides but you know what it's an incredible play by the Niners defense all on blitz they tack you behind the line of scrimmage that's a highlight reel defensive play so you know what let's not call defensive offsides here because man this Niners defense has dominated all game and that's just another play we can add to their highlight reel would you be happy with it then no You wouldn't. It goes both ways. And the idea that Travis Kelsey might not make it to the Hall of Fame, this will taint his Hall of Fame candidacy because of one play that was called back during the regular season is stupid. This is the – and then the way he acted after the game, talking to Josh Allen, Josh Allen, who has been on the other side of this equation so many times, having to take the hug from Patrick Mahomes, Taking an L, being a class guy. Oh, now the shoe's on the other foot, and the only thing you can say to Josh Allen is, oh, man, that's one of the worst Evan calls I've ever seen. And Josh Allen's like, okay, guy, just walks off. This is such a bad look from Patrick Mahomes. Such a bad look. And I, I apologize for that throw. That was embarrassing.
2: Well, this is a 10 on the cringe meter for Patrick Mahomes. To go up to Josh Allen after the game and say that, like what's Josh Allen supposed to say? Yeah, it was a bad call, even though we clearly saw him over the line that he should be. I don't think it can be the worst effing call in history if you (laughs) have video evidence that it actually existed. Because couldn't Josh Allen be like, well, if you want to complain about rules, how about those overtime rules that, you know, continually – put me in the L column as opposed to winning when I had nothing to do with it. It was the defense and we should have gotten the ball back. No, like just take the L like this is a regular season game. It wasn't even the Super Bowl, Patrick. Uh, And also very cringy when you have a Kermit the frog voice and you're trying to argue something. It's very (laughs) hard to take that, (laughs) that voice very seriously. So what this seems like to me is Patrick projecting here. Like, isn't that all this is? Patrick Mm -hmm. Mahomes is projecting a season of frustration into this one little call. I don't think he can go up there and yell at Kadarius Toney and the rest of his receiver and say, guys, you got the best quarterback in the league. You got frying pans for hands. You're making dumb mistakes. You are costing me my season and my chance at another Super Bowl. He can't go up there and say that, but he can't go up there and blame the refs. So maybe this is just him projecting all his frustrations on what's been a very Uh, tough season for
0: the Chiefs. Such a bad look. Such a bad look. I hope he calms down and he's not going to apologize or at least sort of holds back a little bit. But I don't see it happening. Chelsea elsewhere, how about the Ravens beating the Rams in overtime, 37-31. The Rams were getting seven and a half points, but the Ravens were minus 365 on the money line. Total was 42, it hits, and what a dramatic win. Tyland Wallace, a 76-yard punt return in overtime. It was not easy, but the Ravens in Charm City improved to 10-3. and They have the best point differential in the AFC, 143. And OBJ looked great yesterday against his former team. This was a huge win and, and the best finish of the day.
2: Oh, for sure. I came away from this game thinking, have we been sleeping on the Rams? This was a team yeah. that we knew had to build from the ground up after they lost a ton of pieces after winning the Super Bowl. They gave away all those draft picks. Remember F them picks, their GM said. But still, <laughs> they have a good quarterback in Matt Stafford who is fully capable of lighting up the sheet. They've got Cooper up when he's healthy, probably one of the best receivers in the league. And then they have the run game really going with Kyron Williams. Kyron Williams uh, Williams averaged 4.6 yards per carry yesterday against the Ravens, who are one of the best defenses in the league. So is the takeaway that maybe we start, need to start respecting the Rams, or is this just a case of the NFL being the NFL and any given Sunday?
0: No, I think that Sean McVay has done an exceptional job with Los Angeles this year. Because by all accounts, they were supposed to be terrible. And I mean terrible. And not only have they not been terrible, they've been super competitive. I mean, they pushed the Ravens to the edge here. So, And let's not forget, Sean McVay, back in the offseason, thought about quitting. There were all those rumors that he took some time away and said, maybe I'll step away from the game. I'm sort of at the end of my rope here. It's been a great run, but I need to take a step back and maybe get some rest or just take a break from the game. Decided to jump back in. He's done a great job considering the roster that he has. Finally, Chelsea, we should mention the Jets stunned the Texans yesterday, 30-6. to The Jets were getting three. They were plus 145 on the money line. Total goes over 33 and a hook. Your guy, well, I don't say your guy, but Zach Wilson, 301 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. He was great yesterday. I can't believe it.
2: Well, I am a mom, so, you know, I am his type. Uh, But Zach Wilson (laughs) put up career numbers yesterday, not just Mm -hmm. a great performance. uh, Robert Sala said this was the best game of his career. And the numbers justify that when it comes to completion percentage, when it comes to passer rating, two touchdowns, no interceptions against the Texans. And the Jets needed this if for nothing else, but the vibes. Haven't they lost five straight games before this?
0: Yeah, needed it in a big way. C.J. Stroud knocked out of this game with a head injury. We'll see if he's going to be okay. And we'll see if Zach Wilson can put together back-to-back stud performances. Coming up next on the show, two games on the Monday night slate tonight. We will preview them both. It is a daily tip for BetQL presented by
1: BetMGM.
3: Chelsea and Jenks will be right back on the daily tip presented by BetMGM. <laughs> on the BetQL Network. Welcome back to the Daily Tip, presented by Bet MGM. With Michael Jenkins and Chelsea Messenger on the BetQL Network.
1: Mm. All right,
0: Double D. I've had my coffee turned up for me. Welcome back! It is the Daily Tip from BetQL, presented by BetMGM, the King of Parlay, still waiting on the road. Just throwing it out there. Coming up, we've got not one, not one, but two Monday night football games tonight. We will preview both, including Chelsea's Titans making the trip to Miami. Chelsea, how much are you a creature of habit? Because I am big. T- about it. I like to think at least i hope i'm more complex when it comes to my thought processes as far as being a critical thinker but when it comes to things that i like things that i like to do food that i like to eat i mean if i get on a kick i'll just eat it again and again and again i think three straight nights i've had the same wings from the same place here in dc i swear to god the lovely catherine when we met Every Sunday, she would be like, I want to get my Sunday salad. I want to get my Sunday salad. That's what she calls it. I was like, oh, yeah? She was like, yeah, I get a salad every Sunday. And I treat myself, and this is where I get it. And she said, you know, they have pizza. They have wings. I was like, yeah, I'll give it a shot. Their wings, amazing. I think it's a homemade sauce. One of little smaller places, you know, in the city, which isn't widely known, but their stuff is really good. And so I got wings, what, last night? I got them the night before. I got them earlier in the week. I might get them. Are they open at 9 a.m.? I'm starving right now. That's why I'm talking about this. And if I could get wings this early, I would eat them at the same place, and I wouldn't care. I wouldn't care. Are you like this, where you like something a lot, and you'll just keep going back to the well, or am I a freak show?
2: No, I think all humans are creatures of habits, are they not? I honestly think it's kind of odd when people are not creatures of habits because it feels like it's human nature and i will give you an example of why i am a creature of habit because anytime i venture out and get something new from a place i normally go to i feel like i'm always disappointed and (laughs) i'll give you an example i went to starbucks on i think friday and i was going to treat myself i said it's the weekend Mm -hmm. i'm going to get myself a starbucks and i was like i'm going to try something new I'm going to try the ice. I think it's peppermint mocha. And I thought it was just iced coffee that had like some kind of syrup in it. No, I took one sip out of the straw and it was like you were sipping straight up chocolate syrup. And I was like, oh, my God, this is terrible. I just spent six dollars on a terrible drink. So do you know what my brain said? This is What's what that? you get from not ordering the normal drink. So uh. I think I have learned my lesson and this is why sometimes it hurts you to stray from the normal.
0: I've had that happen to me before where a lot, where, and and every now and then I'll venture out and say, you know what, let me try something a little bit different. But for the most part, I get what I know I like. And I can't tell you how many times I've been to dinner with someone and they'd be like, can I, can I have a bite? I'm like, yeah, sure. Give it a shot. And they are like, oh, I should have gotten this. Oh, I should have gotten this oh, I should have gotten this. I'm like, yeah, as I stick with a certain umbrella of options that I know I'm going to be good, especially when it's not like I go out to eat every night. So when I do, I want to make sure that I really enjoy what I have. So there's something to be said for branching out, but there are some people, you know, they're on the opposite end. They're going to branch out and get something different every time. And I think if you do that, you, you sort of rid yourself of getting something that you know is going to be awesome.
2: I will say, if you're a person that loves, that's like a creature of habit, and then you do Mm -hmm. go outside your comfort zone and something actually tastes good or is better, that feeling's amazing. It's almost like Mm -hmm. winning a bet. Like, say for us, betting on the NBA, it feels like it should count three times as much. If we win an NBA spread bet because we normally don't do it, it feels very volatile to us. But wouldn't you say the feeling of like actually getting it right? feels more enthralling than, you know, getting your same dish, betting your same bets and, you know, winning those.
0: Yeah. I think that's a good way to put it where you're, you know, you're branching out. You don't normally do it. And then it comes home and you're like, Oh, all right. Yeah. I, I, I agree with you. It's just sort of few and far between. Like if I win an NBA bet this year, I'll be so thrilled.
2: (laughs) You've only made (laughs) three. (laughs) You are not branching out.
0: Oh, tell you what, that may be the only three I make all season. There's going to come a time I know when it's only NBA and I'm going to have to go off the grid or something. I'm going to see, I'm going to see how little I can bet on the NBA this year. Maybe I'll branch off like you were talking about. It'll feel so good when it finally comes home. But until that day comes, I'm going to be a big fat loser. Let's try to be a winner tonight on Monday Night Football. We got two games to choose from, Chelsea, so let's get to it. Titans of the Dolphins. The fans are laying 14 Dolphins minus 900 on the money line at Betmgm. and the Titans are plus 600. Your total set at 46. I will defer to you here because I bet a chatterbox this morning. These are your Tennessee Titans. So what is going to happen in this game?
2: This is a tough call because at this juncture in the season, the Titans have nothing to play for at this juncture in the season. They're almost better off losing games. So they get higher draft picks. So I don't think I'm going to make a play on a side here because 14 points is certainly a lot. But you also look at the matchup. The Titans' secondary is god-awful, especially in the middle of the field. How do you think that translates when you're playing Tua and the Dolphins and Tyree Kill? But it's also built into the number. That's why they're getting 14 points, and that's why Tyree Kill's receiving prop is 106. So I think there are other ways to play this game. I'm going to look at the Titans' side. And I'm going to look at a running back who may have an expanded role if this game is a blowout and there's nothing to play for. Because think about the Titans. Do you really want to run Derrick Henry into the ground if this game is not close? Do you really want to risk Mm. hurting one of your franchise players for a game that's meaningless? So I think we see Tajay Spears get more reps in this game. We saw it last week against Indianapolis when Derrick Henry left the game, got 16 carries, 75 yards, And the thing about ty Spears, not only is he a backup, but he's a good backup. Over the course Mm -hmm. of the season, he's averaging five yards per carry. So the number's really low here. Tonight, his number is 19 and a half rushing yards. I'll hit the over there. If he's averaging five yards per carry, he only needs a few carries to hit that number. So I think we get this in garbage time. Also, I think ty Spears has inserted himself into the lineup just because he also has the pass-catching potential that derrick henry doesn't really have like derrick henry can catch but he's not the type of back that ty J. spears is so i'll go yeah. to ty J. spears over 19 and a half rush yards uh for minus 120.
0: all right that's a smart way to play it I, I am going to lay the points with the dolphins here i really liked it because at one point it was i think at 12 now it's at 14. i might play down to 13 and a half it's it's not my favorite play on the board But if you look at Miami in their five home games this season, or at least four of their last five home wins, I should say, have been by at least 14 points. This is a motivated team, ready to show everyone that they're not going to fall off like they did at the end of last season. What I like more than that, though, Chelsea, is I like the under in this game. And I know that it's easy to get caught up in Miami and how explosive they are, all the weapons that they have. But the trends here, and I know you don't want to go on trends alone, but man, it's hard not to look at the trends when it comes to the Titans. In their last 15 games on the road, the Titans are 4-11 and to the under. They are also 1-5 and to the under this year when playing away from Nashville. So I think under is the way to go here. I know you look at the Dolphins and you say, oh, they're going to blow out the Titans. The spread dictates that, but the Titans can take enough time off the clock, I believe, And then maybe Miami takes its foot off the gas late and the under hits. That's where I'm going.
2: Well, the thing about the Titans defense is that they're really bad in the middle of the field, but they're actually pretty Mm -hmm. good in the red zone. So maybe they can limit some of the touchdowns and make them field goals because that's what you need for an under to hit. You are rooting for field goals as opposed to touchdowns. So maybe the Titans can slow them down just a little bit in that regard. But also the wild card here is Will Levis because he is showing flashes of being a a good quarterback and a quarterback that the titans may be relying on for the future but then he'll have some rookie relapses where you know he makes a bad decision he gets sacked he's holding on to the ball too long so i think i'm going to stay away from the total for that reason because it feels like he still has some potential in there where in garbage time you know if they're down they're going to let him sling it, and they're going to let him mm-hmm. you know, get as many reps as he needs to get because he's probably the future franchise quarterback of the Titans. Maybe not franchise, but he's definitely the future as I see it. Some other plays I like in this one before we move on. Uh, Derrick Henry anytime touchdown is plus 145. That feels mm-hmm. like a steal on somebody who is usually a lock in the red zone. He's coming off a game where he had two touchdowns. So at plus 145, I like that. Even in garbage time, I think they hand the ball off to Derrick Henry. I think there are some receiver props that maybe uh, are worth playing because in garbage time, you think the Titans are playing from behind. Maybe you look at Conco here. Number's really low in the 30s here. Uh, the Dolphins have a pretty good corner in Jalen Ramsey, maybe shutting down DeAndre Hopkins, but I think the tight end has a decent game here. So other plays, Mm -hmm. if you don't want to play a side or a total in the Titans-Dolphins game.
0: I like that quite a bit. All right, let's go to the other game tonight. In the Meadowlands, Chelsea, Packers at the Giants. The Packers are laying six. The Packers are minus 275 on the money line at that MGM. The Giants plus 225. Total set at 37. This spread has come down from Packers laying six and a half. So some money coming in on the G-Men. Yeah, I like the Packers. I love the way that Jordan Love is playing right now. But this seems like way too many points on the road, in the Meadowlands. The Giants have had two weeks to get ready for this game. And everyone's high on the Packers right now. Everyone's all over the Packers, they're playing great football, and they are. This is a great sell-high spot. The Giants can keep this close. And the Packers have gone three consecutive games without a single turnover. That is really hard to do in the NFL. I don't think they can do it. Four straight games. That Giants defense is still very good. Plus, Green Bay has lost four of its last five on the road outright. I will take and follow the money. Take the Giants plus the six tonight in the Meadowlands.
2: I think that's probably the way to go. Like, in no world am I laying six with the Packers on the road with still a young quarterback in Jordan Love. But I'm going to look to the props market yet again. Whenever there's injuries to a key player on any side, there is usually some value and playing somebody who's going to pick up the slack for said person. So you're looking at the Packers tonight. Christian Watson is out. He has been a favorite target of Jordan Love. So next up, we're going to go to Romeo Dobbs here. Uh, Coming off a game where he had 72 receiving yards on five targets, four catches against the Chiefs. I think he's going to be the number one guy for Jordan Love tonight. So you're looking at his number. It's 45 and a half. I think that's totally reachable. You need the Giants to at least keep it close a little bit for the Packers to continue throwing the ball. But if you look at Jordan Love, he's had some really solid games uh, going close to 300 yards in most all of these games. So uh, I think that is a solid play with uh, Christian Watson out. We'll go Romeo Dobbs over 45 and a half receiving yards uh, for minus 115 over a bet MGM.
0: I'll tell you my favorite call on the board, Chelsea. Under 37. Oh yeah, let's go. I'm trying to think about the game script here. And if you're the Giants, again, two weeks to prepare. I really like betting on teams, getting points with teams who've had extra time to get ready for a game. You know what they're going to do. Are they going to sling it around with Tommy DeVito? Probably not. They're going to hand it off to Saquon. They're going to let Tommy play within himself. And I was looking at the weather at the Meadowlands tonight. There's some rain this afternoon. Should clear up, but it's going to be cold. going to be chilly. But primetime unders, my God. You talk about that trend I was mentioning when you're looking at unders for the Titans. Look at primetime unders. This season, they're hitting at around a clip of 75%. Over the last four seasons in the National Football League, when you have a total set at 37 or less, it hits at a clip of 78%. That's four seasons worth of evidence right there. I can't ignore it. I think we see a low-scoring game tonight. So I'm going to go under 37 in the Meadowlands. Probably my favorite play. But, of course, I'm going to play it as part of a seven-point teaser. Grab the Giants and 13 points. I don't care.
2: It does feel like a trend that's been very hot. It doesn't feel like they can make these unders low enough or these totals low enough. Because that's the thing. When games go under, like there's a chance that they go way under. Like What Mm -hmm. was the score of that Vikings game this week? three to nothing
3: oh
0: my
2: god can you imagine watching that game like what am i watching soccer
0: i can imagine sleeping through that game i can't imagine watching that game i saw that late i was like oh three nothing is that game just in the right i was like there's a minute left in the fourth oh my god i was watching red zone yesterday and i don't think they ever went to that game i watched it i don't think one time they were like in the vikings on their own 20, it's a second nine. Let's see what's going on. Like, they didn't do that at all. It's, no, let's just leave. It. Let's pretend that game never happened. And also, that's only the seventh game in the Super Bowl era to finish at 3-0. That's how bad that game was. Come up next year on the show. The slate is clean, and it's time to make some money. We're going to hand out our best bets and a donkster, unfortunately. Won't join us as well. It is the Daily Tip for BetQL presented by BetMGM. I'm going to wrap up hour three next.
3: Chelsea and Jenks will be right back on the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM on the BetQL network. Let's get back to the daily tip with Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins, presented by Bet MGM <laughs> on the BetQL Network.
0: Welcome back. If my memory serves, Double D, we got a harmonica coming in. Bets, I'll just hop on the train, leave my girl, and see what's out west. Maybe a new life. I'm kidding, honey. The lovely Catherine. she sneaky. Listens. I don't. I don't want to hear. What's that? Leaving my girl stuff. I can't have that. It's a daily tip from presented by Mad GM. I'm Jake's. She's Chelsea. It's great to have you with us. Best Bet's coming your way shortly. Chelsea. what is on the docket for you? I will say I want to give you full credit because I follow you on the gram. I don't know if you know that. We're co-hosts. And your house looks awesome. I mean, you added a second tree. It looks like a freaking winter wonderland in here. I know you say, oh, Jinx, I don't do anything. I'm just a mom. Your house looks amazing, and I'm not even kidding about that. It looks fantastic. You should be very proud of that.
2: Well, thank you. And this is where I start to feel guilty because I've said this, like our main street in Hendersonville is demolished. So I think I'm going to try to figure out how I can volunteer or do Mm -hmm. something because like we can't even drive down the main road in our town. And it's one thing like selfishly, it's one thing when it's another city, but like this is my hometown. Hendersonville got destroyed by a tornado. So I think I am going to try to figure out how I can help because I've already donated. But like, I am an able bodied human being. If I can Mm -hmm. help pick up trash or debris or something, I would like to do that. Because especially like this time of year, like imagine Christmas is coming up and you know, your business just got leveled. So I think I'm going to try to look into trying to help out to do something. Cause like nothing's worth and then looking at your place and like everything is Mm -hmm. pristine and you know, it's fine to feel thankful and blessed, but at the same time, I feel like I've got to do something.
0: Well, I think that's wonderful of you. And it, it certainly, it doesn't mean you don't have empathy or that you don't care when it happens elsewhere, but you're absolutely right when it happens close to home. And this is your neighborhood, this is your family, this is where you live, then it, it It means more to you, obviously. So I think if you can step out and do any little thing to 80 people in the neighborhood, that will be wonderful. And also, I'm just glad you're okay. And certainly, I hope everyone's okay in that neighborhood. But personally, I'm glad you and your family are fine.
2: Yeah, it's just been tough Uh, when you see... Because like I said, tornadoes are so wild. Like one house can be leveled and the next one can be fine. So like, you know, right across the highway, like the whole city's leveled. So it's just... Well, maybe not the whole city, but, like, a lot of buildings are down to, you know, the the foundation. So uh, it's it's kind of a tough day, but we'll see. I haven't even been out to see, like, how bad everything is because all of the roads are mm-hmm. closed. So it's just, oh, yeah. like, the, the footage is, like, trickling in and just, like, kind of takes your breath away. Because, like, all I of the places that I go to, like the YMCA that we go to every day, the roof is gone. So oh. I don't know what we're going to do today. So... Um, Yeah, we will see.
0: Well, certainly thinking about your community there in Nashville and your family as well. Coming up next on Beck Daily, Odyssey NFL insider Jason Lockton 4 will help preview tonight's games. Games, plural. Yeah, we got two in Monday Night Football. And if you missed our conversation about the impact of Shohei Otani in a Dodgers uniform, oh, man, I sure hope the Dodgers are going to be good this year. They really need some talent. I mean, Shohei should definitely help that lineup because God knows they need an an injection of talent in that lineup. Oh, man. Download and subscribe to The Daily Tip wherever you get your podcasts. Everyone had a winning week last week. That always feels good. But now we got to wipe the slate clean and start over. So let's find out our favorite bets of the evening. Time to place your bets. And Chelsea, as per usual, we're going to start with you. What do you think?
2: Yeah, I get to go at Ty J Spears running back for the Tennessee Titans over 20, or 19 and a half rush yards tonight for minus 115. You may think to yourself, uh, he's not the running back for the Titans. Derrick Henry is. But this time of year, I think it's going to be a December to remember for Tajay Spears because the Titans have <laughs> nothing to play for. Tajay Spears has actually been really good, averaging five yards per carry. So do you think the Titans are going to run Derrick Henry into the ground with every single carry in a game that means nothing and a game that they're probably losing? Probably not. So this is a really low number for TaJ Spears. If you saw him last week, you saw just how shifty and how good he is. Uh, had 16 carries, 75 yards in uh, that overtime loss to the Colts. Also, I think he's somebody who gets himself on the field because of his pass-catching ability. So I think he's going to be a big part of the game plan tonight, or at least – Enough to get us 20 yards rushing. So let's do that. Tajay Spears, Tennessee Titans, over 19 and a half rush yards for minus 115.
0: I am going to the Meadowlands. Saquon Barkley. Over 15 and a half rushing attempts. It's minus 130. I'm seeing it at 16 and a half in some spots. So if you like this pick, grab it now. This is about game script. You're talking about a low-scoring game, right? Total set at 37. And I think it's fair to say you're going to get a ton of work from Saquon in this. one. Now, he hasn't hit in three straight. That's your sabotage factor. But the Giants have had an extra week for Saquon, a guy that gets a lot of run. He will be as healthy as he can be. Green Bay opponents get the fourth most rushing attempts to running backs in the NFL. And that is because the Packers don't have a great rushing defense. Plus, the weather is not going to be great tonight in the Meadowlands. And again, the Giants... Do you think they want to sling it around with Tommy DeVito? No, they do not. Saquon Barkley, over 15 and a half, rushing attempts tonight against the Packers. I think they feed him and hope to get a win tonight at home.
2: Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. All right, how about the eight ball? The third member of our Best Bets crew.
0: Let us gaze upon the glorious Magic 8-Ball. Shall it fade or tail these noble betters?
2: <laughs> All right, 8-Ball. If you guys are new to the program, every single day on the show, we have a Magic 8-Ball that we bought from the toy store, uh, and we're going to ask it if it likes our bets. So let's start with mine. Tajay Spears over 19.5 rush yards for minus 115. A ball do we like it? Without a doubt, ooh, one for one. Yes, us All right, Let's next go. up, Saquon Barkley, over 15 <laughs> and a half rush attempts for minus 130. 8-Ball, do we like it? 8-Ball says, another without a doubt. Hmm, I wonder if this thing's mm. broken.
0: I was just gonna say the same <laughs> thing. Well, touches. it's that time of year, you know, we probably won't get a robe from BetMGM, but we'll probably get a new 8-Ball, great. Oh, if you want to check out the 8-Ball. Each and every show on the BetQL network as well. It is easy. Twitch.tv slash BetQL. Chelsea, I see another player prop on the card.
2: Yeah, I'm going to go Romeo Dobbs uh, for the Green Bay Packers receiver over his receiving prop of 45 and a half. This is because Christian Watson, number one receiver for the Packers, is out for this game, so the targets have to go somewhere. So I will go down the list, and we're looking at Romeo Dobbs. Uh, He hit this number last time around against the Chiefs, had four catches, five targets, 72 yards here, and also he's hit this in two of his last three. So I think that this is a very healthy number for him to get, especially with Jordan Love trending in the direction that he has trended. He's hit over 250 yards of passing in four straight games. So I think the numbers are going to be there for at least one of the receivers. So I'm pointing at Romeo Dobbs and saying, all right, let's do it. Uh, Let's go 45 and a half, taking the over on the receiving yards for Romeo Dobbs tonight.
0: Okay, bear with me here. Yeah, I'm doing one of these seven point teasers whatever Giants plus 13 and under 44 minus 128 this is a great sell high spot on the Packers give me the Giants plus 13 oh sure Giants two weeks to get ready do I feel great about Tommy DeVito we gotta buy not really but the Giants defense is still very good the Packers I've said this before I think it's key They've gone three straight games without a turnover. That's not going to happen again. I I just don't buy it. Green Bay has lost four or five on the road. Weather's not going to be great. Giants plus 13. And let's look at the under. What is the game script in this game? Feed Saquon. This is all about my bets working together. Feed Saquon Barkley. Put Tommy DeVito in easy conversion spots. And of course, primetime unders are hitting at a 75% clip this season. And I have to say this one more time. In the last four seasons in the NFL, totals set at 37 or less have hit at a clip of 78%. And now we're getting a total of under 44? Yeah, I'll take it. Giants plus 13, under 44 together, minus 128. Let's do your back, Five-star best bet. You know the dealio. You get analysis, trends. All the articles and videos you need to become a more educated better oh look at this moron all right donkster it's your time to shine baby what do you got good morning everyone we are live across the country from 6 a- yes okay okay donkster donkster you're not the host here give us your fix okay dad mavericks minus 10 at the trailblazers gonzaga Minus 40, hosting Mississippi Valley State. You're laying 40 with Gonzaga, you idiot? That's right. According to my flashcards, Gonzaga should be favored by 41. That's great value. Flashcards, Dockstrom. Let's find out what's coming up next on Back Daily and bring in our good friend Aaron Hawksworth. Aaron, good morning to you. How you doing? good how are you guys i love how the dongster says value like that just sold me on the pick there. oh that's how you know <laughs> a it's work <laughs> yeah
1: exactly.
2: okay aaron you are a mom what did you think of patrick mahomes and his outburst after the game and the press conference after because as a fellow mom i said that's oh. spoiled brat behavior i've seen it many a time
0: yeah and I do not want my
2: two-year-old throwing tantrums as it is so if I'm doing that and leading by example I would be in for some trouble so probably not and like was it really that one play like can we not pretend like the receivers have had drops and there's been penalties there's way more problems than that one situation where he threw his helmet so I don't know if that is all that lost the game there Pat
0: crabby That's such a good point (laughs) (laughs) no you're absolutely right about that she also was saying he belongs in therapy just projecting and I think she's kind of right about that Aaron, it's great to see you have a fantastic show thank you well we are out of time for this edition of the daily tip from BetQL presented by BetMGM Ah, the doctor's on our shot with us. Does he deserve this extra time? Probably not. She is Chelsea Messenger. I'm Michael Jenkins. Good luck on all of your bets. Patrick Mahomes, suck it. Shake it off, bro. Shake it off. Have a fantastic week. We'll see you tomorrow.
3: You've been listening to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. If you missed any of the show, listen back anytime on the new and improved Odyssey app.